Hello, hello, and welcome to my podcast. Natasha here. We are reversing trauma with a lot of fun on this podcast by gently confronting your ego so you can find within this space a safe environment to question, to ponder, and to learn, and also to show up as your worst self and still deserve love. Good morning, good morning, podcast listeners. And I have, um, okay, so I just got an Upright Go. And I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like this posture corrector thing where it like corrects your posture, um, obviously. And so it's this little device that you put on your back and it basically vibrates whenever, like it cal- you calibrate it to like what is, like what is your, what is your healthy like, pos- like uh, posture. And then it calibrates um, to that. And it's incredible because like I've had it on for literally five minutes and it's like it's nonstop buzzing. And I'm like, I can't I didn't even realize how much my posture is that is really not uh, where I thought it was. And like, I mean, I do yoga. I mean, okay, I'm gonna be honest, I don't do like an hour of yoga every day. But there have been periods of my life in the last three years. Like, let's say that 50% of the time I am doing, like, yoga every single day, which is still, like, a lot of yoga. Because, um, I mean, 50% of the time I'm super, like, into it and consistent, and the other 50% of the time I'm, like, <laughs> So, yeah, if you haven't met me until now and you don't know that that's, like, me, well, welcome to being me. So, anyway, what I wanted to share with you guys this morning, and I've got exactly 22 minutes before my next uh, meeting, so I've got to fit it into 22 minutes. First of all, I wanted to share that I I have a um, I have like a, a like a, di- a dilemma if you want to put it that way. Part of me is like, yes, be unapologetically you, and like you know, like just like be you. And on these podcasts, I know that I babble a lot. I feel I feel like I babble a lot. And then of course, there's all of my like you know self confidence and self worth and like you know like this and that. And then there's you know, so I'm like, oh, I'm just biased, you know. People really like hearing me babble. It's entertaining and, you know, it's fun for them and they really like it. And it's like, it's part of my charm. And then there's another part of me that's like, no, you are here to educate your audience. People come to listen to you because they want value. They want to be able to learn something. They want to be held. They want to be, you know what I mean? Like, this is like, this is, this is like, the goal is for you to be as clear and concise as possible so you're not wasting people's time. So it's not just like, get to the fucking point, bitch, already and just tell me what you want to talk about. You know what I mean? We want to keep people in the loop, you know what I mean? We're like in the, the 10 second, like, you know, attention span world. Girl, get your shit together, stop babbling, get precise, get to the point. And then the other part of me is like, yeah, but like the podcast is about showing up unconditionally as you are and still deserving love. And my brain goes, yes, bitch, you deserve love, but it doesn't mean that because you're not babbling and you're not being so authentically your babbling self that you're not showing up and it doesn't matter. You deserve love, but we here are not looking for love. We're looking for people listening to the podcast, getting this information and getting a real change. So anyway, I've got this dilemma. I don't know if you guys have these like multiple voices in your head, but this is literally like my life every single moment about almost everything because I'm a Gemini. And so 50% of me is always like, well, the other 50% of me is always like, yeah. 
So anyway, um, do you listen? Is do I have like one listener that wants to give me feedback? Can I can I get like a can I get like a, a, a data collection here? People being like, oh no, Nat, actually you're so it's you're so right. It's really entertaining, or you know a data a data collection where it's like you know actually sometimes I fall off. Sometimes you're like it's too scattered. I don't like. Like, I'm already ADHD, and then your podcast, it's just like, it's hard for me to follow, and you know, I would love the feedback. I would love the feedback, and I do want to make it very precise that it's not because I don't want to show up as my very authentic self. It's that my very authentic self is loving, and, and is, is compassionate, and my authentic self is not babbling. Is that my authentic self really babbling? Or is that just like my vata imbalance? Is that just because... I'm subconsciously nervous about, you know, this podcast because there's a subconscious knowing that like, hey, I'm putting this out to the world. So anyway, also some food for thought for yourself. Where in your life do you do you show up and do you kind of justify you showing up and not improving yourself as I'm showing up as my authentic self? Actually, now that I'm saying this out loud, I do think that... Yeah, I think I've got my answer, but I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you because I want the feedback and it's very difficult to give your own self feedback because it's your own self. I mean, like it's, it's, you're so biased. You're so biased. Uh, so yeah, please do let me know. And on today's episode, now that I've had my little five minute, um, you know, please help me with my own mind dilemma moment. I want to jump into the topic and I only have 18 minutes left. Ah! Okay. And this is a huge topic. The topic is pain. Holy fucking shit. This is such, 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 such an important topic when it comes to healing. And especially when it comes to, I'm going to call it emotional pain, um, but I, I haven't done enough research to understand if this also applies to physical pain. Um, but I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to uh, talk specifically about emotional pain. Emotions are energy in motion. Um, from a metaphysical point of view, I, I do partially believe, like I said, I, I'm lacking research to believe like, you know, 99% that all physical pain also comes from an emotional pain that's, you know, in your like aura and it's like metaphysically, you know, that's how the physical manifestation of what's actually going on, you know, on the vibrational plane, on the, you know, more metaphysical plane. So that'll be a discussion for another time. But for right now, focusing on what is actually emotional pain I want to give you guys a big heads up because, you know, we're here reversing trauma, healing, blah, blah. There is a, and I don't know if it's just my personality type because my personality type is very prone, a type seven on the Enneagram, very prone to not wanting to be with pain. And that's a huge thing. Uh, but I know that in general, humans are mostly motivated by going away from pain and towards pleasure. Like it's just like a human mechanism. So I think this applies to everyone, especially type sevens. Side note, if you don't know what personality type you are from the Enneagram, get on that shit like yesterday. It's so beneficial to know what your personality type is. 
and it's not just like another label it's actually a very deep healing system if you want to know about the enneagram you want to know about your personality type you want to know about your core wounding and your core motivation behind almost everything you do and what's keeping you stuck where you are and what it is that really you can focus on healings for you to be able to move forward enneagram is y'all bitch you know what i'm saying like really like enneagram is is wow and like i'm sure you've done myers and Briggs 16 personalities and it's great i'm not here to bitch any personality testing but i am gonna bitch it it's not as good as the enneagram i'm so sorry like i love it everyone's like oh i'm an ens something oh and it's like oh that's great that you know four of your meta programs so we've got 16 different personalities because we've gone from one extreme to the other on four different meta programs whereas the enneagram will really look at like the 50 something different um meta programs and there's so many different subtypes and it's very deep and spiritual as well etc so pain 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 oh my god we're eight minutes in and i haven't even gone to the point pain your healing process your spiritual process is never going to bring you to a point where you do not have pain in your life. This is a fucking hard pill to swallow. There is never any process. There is never any healing technique. There is never, ever, ever any modality there's never any therapy there's never any spiritual practice there's never a fucking yoga asana there's never a breath work there's never a massage there's never a nothing that is going to remove pain from your life completely there is absolutely no way to escape pain as long as you are a human being Pain is an inevitable part of life. And it is a beautiful part of life. But this is a very hard pill to swallow because like I said, we are conditioned. We are conditioned from a, a, a very deep instinctual subconscious level for our survival in our reptilian nervous system in our in the most ancient parts of our body to move away from pain and towards pleasure because most of the time pain means that you're hurting yourself and your survival is in is in danger and then we became very emotionally complex beings our consciousness evolved and that same mechanism is working within us and we we, 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 we ignorantly live in the illusion that, that we should be able to escape this pain when it's not possible. And this may sound very negative to you. You may be wondering, what? Why am I doing this healing? What is going on? Why would I even do anything then? The pain will never go away. Your relationship with the pain will change. Your ability to be with the pain will evolve. Does that, does that make sense? The pain is not the problem. Your perception of the pain is where the suffering comes from. Suffering and pain are two different things. To experience pain is simply to be alive, to suffer 
To suffer is a choice and to suffer is where unpleasantness actually comes from. Can we experience pain and pleasure simultaneously? Can we come to a point where we transcend the duality, where we go through the pain, where we're able to come, to come out the other side, sort of metaphorically speak, where we are no longer in judgment of this pain, where we accept the pain, where we love the pain, where we're with the pain, where we're able to hold the pain, where we no longer want the pain to go away, when we accept that this is a part of life. As long as you live, there will be pain. And, and I can only think of Nirvana when he says, I feel the pain of everything and then I feel nothing. And unfortunately we know how um how his story how his story goes um with him taking his own life and i think that you know a lot of times when uh, when we go into deep uh deep spiritual realizations and especially you know a lot of these musicians i think for them to be able to create such beautiful works of arts they're very 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 emotional beings and i do believe that there there is a pain there's definitely a pain there and as he said i feel the pain of everyone and then i feel nothing and it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's the exact same thing, but I feel like the healthy version of that is the opposite where I feel the pain of everything. And then I feel everything. I feel the pain of everything. And then I feel everything because I'm not trying to numb the pain. I'm not trying to escape the pain. I'm not trying to get rid of the pain. That's when you feel the pain of everything. And then you feel nothing because you've dissociated. You weren't able to handle the pain. And I'm not trying to sit here and, 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 and dis Kurt Cobain and be like, you didn't know how to handle the pain. But I mean, like, this is probably one of the most spiritual practices that you can have. Guess what? It's not sitting on your fucking meditation cushion for an hour. It's not putting your head behind your head. It's not being vegan. It's not reading Rumi at night. It's not freaking like, I don't know what kind of like spiritual thing you think you do. It's not listening to ayahuasca ceremony music and like, you know, and, and playing the guitar and singing Shiva Shambo. This is not a spiritual practice compared to being with the pain. I mean, all of those things are still beautiful and spiritual practices. Everything can be a spiritual practice, but the most efficient and the most difficult and the thing that a lot of people never face through their whole entire superficial journey of healing and spirituality. One of the things that they never do is they do not feel the pain. They do not learn to love the pain. The pain is only a sensation and the mind perceives it through the mind and therefore gives meaning to it. And oftentimes that meaning is a very negative and derogatory perception. It's painful. It shouldn't be painful. I don't know where in our conditioning from zero to seven years old, it's like, you should not experience any pain at all. Life should be all rainbows and butterflies. You know, it's like, I don't know where this comes from. And again, I don't know if it's this very deep instinctual, uh, like conditioning where it's like somehow it's like somehow we're all kind of like default born with this impression that there should not be pain in life. I don't feel like there's anyone that really teaches you like, Hey, like this is pain. It's going to happen. This is how you deal with it. This is how you hold your pain. And like, you know, actually pain is just like, you know, 
perception of your mind and it's like wow it's like this is so huge and I want to make it very clear I'm not invalidating the pain I'm not saying oh well if it's painful it's just your mind like get over it no it's not like that it's it's the fact that stop trying to escape the pain embrace the pain embrace the pain and when it hurts be with the hurt don't try to escape it give it room be with it it's so liberating it's so liberating and i'm telling you this because i woke up this morning i feel so liberated and i cried for two hours yesterday i cried because because i went on a bumble for the first time and like i've never had bumble before uh like an like i thought tinder was a thing but i guess bumble is now like the new swipey swipe and it's like i I started talking with this guy and it was, it was just like, you know, it was super nice because he's like all into like, he's like, oh, I work with like PTSD and that. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This guy's trauma informed. Plus his, in his pictures, he looks kind of hot. I'm like, wow, that's so nice. Like, let's, oh my God, like, let's like meet up. And then like my mind was like, let's like meet up and like fall in love and I can go live in your apartment by the beach with you. And I can be 30 minutes away from my best friends because I'm living in my best friend's house and he's like 30 minutes away. And I was like, oh my God. And then I can just be like living with my best friends here and just be like stable and have like my best friends around me and have this like amazing trauma informed guy. And just like, just like that would be like so amazing. And then I was like, I caught myself having these thoughts where it's like, like kind of like a like, I feel like it's very childish. Like, I feel like it's very, um, like, you know, like, like, I feel like it's very Disney princess. Uh, like for me, I feel like it's very much like in my childhood where, you know, like you, I don't know, like the storyline, you know what I mean? And I thought it was very interesting. I was like, it's so interesting how my mind, how my mind would go there. And I'm like, and it's, and it's not like I'm actually, like my logical brain is very much not into those things. I'm very much like very critical. Um, like I've actually like never really been in a long-term relationship. Like that's how I'm like, I'm not into like, like I'm not in love with being in love. I kind of roll my eyes on it at it and like blah, blah, blah. And so it was very interesting for me to, to realize this thought. And I was like, wow okay, let me, let me psychoanalyze myself because this is what I do in my spare time. <laughs> oh my God, it's so hilarious. And so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, hmm, you know, what is, actually I, 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 um, I recorded it because I wanted to be able to come back later off and in hindsight be able to kind of like rehear what my thought process was and my language pattern was at that time and I think there's something with um also with with like me being recorded that I don't know is some there's something with that that like helps my energy changes my energy channel I don't know but anyway I was recording myself because I wanted to be able to go back and uh, listen to it and um as I was doing that and having this conversation with my with my future self maybe that's what it is I um I completely melted. I completely melted because I was like, oh, like, what is it? You know, and I went through this thought process, you know, like out loud, which is also very neuro-linguistically triggering. And it was just, you know, just to like briefly like bring you guys through, it was like, this is so funny. You know, my brain went here, like in this like little fairy tale. So like, what is it? And then I'm like, okay, well, it feels like it would be like, oh, a longing for like intimacy and that kind of relationship. And it's funny how, you know, my brain right away is, you know, like, 
uh, like, oh, it, is, it goes here, it associates with that. As soon as this guy is like, you know, nice, it's like my brain like jumps to that right away, my mind. I'm like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, that's my inner child. Yeah, it is like, it's got a very childish vibe to it. And I'm like, oh, what's up with my inner child? And then it was just like, oh shit, these are emotions coming up. Okay, what's going on? And it was just, it was just this, this overwhelming feeling of pain where it was like, oh my God, I have never had a, a deep, consistent, intimate relationship with a human being. And it's just like this longing for it, this, this like, this like my soul really wants to, and maybe it's not my soul also, maybe I'm mistaken, but at least my inner child, that I'm sure of, wants to experience that. And I somehow um, went on the topic of, you know, having children. And I was like, I never wanted to have children. And I'm like, it's really weird these days because I'm going through like a really big uh, shift. And I was like, and I realized I was like, holy shit, you know, like I really don't want to have children because I don't know what that deep intimate relationship is like. Um, and I would never want to have children because I'm craving that deep intimate relationship. And I think that's something that I'm very counterphobic about to put it that way where it's like I am aware that a lot of people and that it's a human tendency to want to have children because you want to fill a void in your life and I know that my void is there I'm so aware of my void that I would never want to have a child for that because I know it would just be very very uh, toxic for that child so I realized that and I was like holy shit that's 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 a big thing to realize but I spent two hours crying uh, because I realized how painful it is, how there is so much pain in my heart from this, the sadness, which is a form of pain. It's a form of perceiving of this pain, of this emotion that is there, that has been there for probably 20 years where I didn't have, I never had that deep relationship. And that's, and that's something that now I have the opportunity to find with God, with Mother Nature, with, you know what I mean, with myself, with things that are not, that are not human, right? Because humans are very unreliable sources of deep, consistent, emotional, intimate relationships because humans are, are we, we can't control other humans right? Just like I couldn't control my mother and there's absolutely nothing I could have done. It is not within my power to be able to, to, to make somebody con consistently intimate with me. You know what I mean? And nurture a, a relationship. So anyway, I had that pain and I have to stop this in like one minute. I had that pain and I cried and everything like that and I've been feeling quite lethargic and lazy and I have not been wanting to like do yoga and then I cried for two hours and I woke up this morning and I was like oh my god it's a new day life is amazing oh yeah I'm gonna like and I wasn't doing the dishes I was like kind of like procrastinating all of these like little painful things you know what I mean like these annoying things of life and this morning I woke up and I was like all right and then I'm like I want to do the dishes already and it was just like oh I've, I've got like a call now but I think I would work out like I really want to do a yoga uh, you know it was just like I woke up with a completely new energy and I was like how powerful is it to be with the pain holy shit I'm a new person I'm literally 
the best version of myself. You know what I mean? I don't know if you spent five minutes in the freaking entrepreneur world, you know what it is to be the best version of yourself. And if the personal development world and like even the spirituality world, I think is a little bit, um, guilty of that. But yeah, so you want to be the best version of yourself? Feel your motherfucking pain. Sit with yourself for two hours. Ball your eyes out and yeah, learn to love the pain because guess what? It's never going to stop as long as you have a human body. So I'm going to leave you with that, my friends, and uh, thank you so much for listening. And please give me your feedback as always. I want to know how are these episodes for you. Talk to me. Talk to me. Please, 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 please. Come on. Let's feed our codependency a little bit through the podcast. You know you want it. You know you want it. Oh.